Hi guys, welcome to another podcast episode on the Destiny's Journey podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me, my boo thing, Brandon. He's going to be, uh, basically just going to be answering questions like surrounding sex, sexuality, and relationships. So, without further ado, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Would you like to introduce yourself? How y'all doing? All you beautiful people. <laughs> Yo. Okay, so the first question is about sex. So, let's compare and contrast the ways we were first introduced slash taught about sex and how has that shaped our sex life today? You want to go first? No, nah, you go first. Okay. Um... The ways that I was first introduced to taught about sex was mainly through, like, social media slash friends slash the media slash, like, you know, TV and stuff. Like, um, you know, like, rap songs. Um, um, I think, now I think about it, like, this is really random, but, like, specifically, like, I remember in middle school when, when Dice Pineapples came out and, like, everybody was bumping that and... Like, you know, if y'all, if you guys never heard the song Dice Pineapple, was basically like a song about a nigga eating a girl's pussy. So when I, when I first, I remember like in middle school, that was like, everybody was talking about that song because it was just like, you know, taboo, like, oh, like, ooh, he talking about that and stuff like that. So I feel like that was like, songs like that is like how I was first taught, taught introduced to sex. Um... And I don't think it was necessarily in a positive light. I don't think it was like, you know, you love and you care for the person and then y'all have sex. It was more so just like fucking. Like, yeah, that was kind of like how I was introduced to sex. Like, just fuck. Like, just fucking. Um, it was mainly like um, the girl was mainly like the guy was mainly like it's mainly like you have sex to get the guy and just nut off, basically. And that's about it. Like, sorry. The girl... Um, Sorry. The girl, like, they don't really, you like, the girl's, like, um, comfort or, like, how she feels about, like, you know, her pleasure basically wasn't really talked about. Like, it's mainly talking about guys, like, oh, yeah, I just fucked this chick, like, da da da. Like, just whatever was in rap songs. Um, it's like in middle school, that was like when I was first introduced to sex. Um, I kind of, I knew about sex, though, like, from elementary school, like, before middle school, though. Um, like, yeah, I think I was introduced to, yeah, sex acts in, like, elementary school, and then, like, I started really learning about it, I guess, in middle school. But, um, yeah, it's, that's crazy to say, like, man, in elementary school, I can only imagine, like, kids these days, like, what age they're introduced to sex, you know, like... Anyway, so yeah, um, the second part of that question is how has it shaped my sex life today? Um, I definitely felt like I had to go through like a period of sexual trauma, I mean sexual healing trauma, um, especially like, because like, you know, those thoughts of, oh, the woman, like her pleasure, her pleasure isn't really talked about or really cared about. It's mainly to get like the man's nut off. That really kind of shaped like my first, like, my first few sexual encounters um with guys because I thought like you know I like basically like okay I'm gonna just 
suck your dick, and then we get your shit to get, like, we basically, like, it's all about the guy, basically, like, um, is he, is he feeling it, is he cool, is he, like, you know, because, you know, his dick has to be hard in order for the shit to, you know, have sex, so, it's like, yeah, that, like, that kind of shaped, like, my first few, um, sexual encounters, mainly just, like, kind of putting myself to the side, there's been times when I wasn't comfortable with the person I was with or having sex with, but just because, you know, it was, like, the cool thing to do, like, okay, let's, like, whatever, let's do it, so that's why, so I did that, um, and yeah, I feel like more recently, I'm definitely getting into, like, I'm definitely, like, healing that in terms of, like, my thoughts on that and, you know, caring about my pleasure now and caring about, um, you know, like, both parties, like, are, like, you know, like, it's a two, it's a two-way street with sex, like, um, just caring about the other person and, um, I definitely look at sex, I don't look at sex as, like, fucking now, I definitely look at sex, like, more sensual and more, like, um, intimate, like, that's kind of how I would like my view, that's how I like my view of sex to be, um, compared to what they still rap about in, in like, rap songs or like that, so, yeah, that's my answer to that. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. All right. Uh, I was introduced to sex. It was uh, very, you know, it was um, and how it shaped me was um, I just, like, you know, grew up in a household of family. A lot of freaky deep niggas, you know. I feel like some of these niggas is freak Greek guys, even though they like to cover it uh, with Christianity because in the Christian church is, is bigger hoes than his hoes, you know, so y'all can't lie about that. You know what I'm saying? Man and woman, how y'all get down behind, you know, behind the closed doors of Jesus, so don't get it twisted. Y'all be the biggest heathens with the freezings, but you know what I mean? <laughs> we about to get into this. So for me, you know, growing up, I would watch, like, you know, beautiful black sexual and, you know, I love pro-black stuff, just the sweaty sets, the butt naked in the tubs, you know what I'm saying? Watching some of the the great movies, you know, Baby Boy, you know, how Tarazi and Tyrese, he's smacking that ass, she, you know, throwing it back and getting us some tacos outdoors, you feel me? But, you know, basically, I've seen a lot more toxic sex than, the, you know, the meaningful sex growing up, you know? and being introduced to porn. So I would say, like, at a young age, probably around, you know what I'm saying, six or seven, you know, I'm hearing, you know, oh, shit, yeah, daddy, give me that good dick. And then, you know, her saying, oh, that pussy, I'm coming. You know, just all that crazy shit. You, you know? gotta add the details. Yeah, this nigga trying to tell <laughs> me to add the details and shit. No, I'm but. saying, you got, do you have to add the, what they were saying? Yeah, but, like, for me, it was just a different mindset, you know, but I do disagree on her with with the lady pleasure because, I mean, just the man pleasure because some ladies be just trying to get their nut out, too. And I'm not saying some women can, you know, all y'all nut quick, but some of y'all may nut quick, and, you know, the nigga might be like, damn, like, can she handle the dick? It might be, you know, the opposite. So sometimes, you know... I ain't mad at y'all. Some ladies that have done that because y'all do deserve the credit of, you know, coming first before us because, you know, y'all need that stimulation as well. Y'all need a man that, you know, can put it down, can satisfy your needs as well as ours. 
And um, um, I feel like the way sex is shaped today is just all social media and glamour. Sometimes I feel like it's so fake, you don't know what's real. Because, you know, some people that's just, you know, sexually attracted to each other, they like, yeah, I want to fuck you. And even if this motherfucker don't make me nut, I might just continue to fuck him, you know, and that makes no absolute sense. But that's how sometimes society is today. It's just like a fake porn shoot just without, you know, cameras, without the OnlyFans, without all of that. So you need somebody that's going to give you that that stimulation and everything that's somebody that means something to you even if it's you know not even your partner like just you know because some people is on their grind and just you know not looking for love right now just looking for somebody to scratch that itch you feel me so you got to make sure you just you know know that all your needs is you know taken care of you know toes flexing hands you know sweating body just feeling good you know you're releasing all your juices you know what i mean so you got to feel that and then um you know um and how i feel about my opinion on you know sex representing the media is oh, wait no wait, that's, that's, wait how is how, how has that shaped your sex life today um for me i don't think it's shaped my my sex like a, at all like i feel like to tell y'all the truth, like, I feel like I should have been in the Greek guy's past where niggas is doing beautiful orgies and smacking ass and getting that. So, so that has shaped your sex life because you said that you were first introduced to stuff like that, like, Greek, like, you know. No, but I'm saying, like, spiritually, like, growing up as a kid, like, I knew I was different, like, you know, watching certain things, like, I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but I feel like I study it so well, like, I like to, you know, have critique it like a coach, like, yeah, how would she like it if I pull this butt cheek to the side and let that one sit there and, like, make her twerk it? You feel me? While I'm going inside <laughs> that pussy. You know, I grab that, that one titty and then cross it around. You feel me? And hit her with the Wakanda forever up in them goods. What is talking about? <laughs> this nigga. Uh-huh. But anyways, she said give you all the details. So I lady. didn't say. I said, why are you giving them the details? That's what I said. Because they need to know. Y'all need y'all need a man that's going to, you know, lick your coochie and spit on it. You feel me? Spell your name. Give you, you know, nice little alphabets and that motherfucker. You know what I mean? But, nah, real talk, though. It, it, you could say it shaped me, but, like, I already knew what it was. Because, you know, um, me just being a freaking being, I just love shit like that. Like, just sex is beautiful. For me, that's, like, my my peace of mind like it's not because i'm addicted to it or anything it's just a beautiful feeling and all men you know y'all could say all men are like that but i I feel like i'm not all men like i just enjoy it like doing every day it's just a, a peaceful release it's a it's a beautiful thing especially if it's stimulating you know for within yourself so you know just having somebody that you want to you know do that with on a consistent basis and just feeling good about it so Anybody that's like that, like me in that aspect, don't ever feel bad. Don't think it's an addiction. It's a beautiful thing because it's a lot of uptight people that need some dick in their ass or dick in the pussy or vice versa, you know what I'm saying, receiving the throwing and back and shit like that, you know. But she tripping on me being detailed, y'all, but I'm a detailed-ass motherfucker, All so, right. you know. Next question. <laughs> Wait, okay, going back, I did forget that, like, porn i definitely was introduced to porn too um in middle school and i feel like that definitely sort of like 
uh, shaped my opinions in terms of like how I think that it was mainly about the men and stuff like that because a lot of porn videos like you gotta con- like not a lot but like usually like okay it's like some shit like oh the stepdad and the uh, the stepchild or some 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 uh, wild shit like that and then like you know she had on a little short dress or whatever and then like. She bends over and the dad's looking and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, like, the girl's like, oh, no, you can look or something. Basically, like, it was just very, like, fake and, like, like acting with porn. So I feel like that sort of, like, you know, uh, shaped my view on it. Because, like, okay, so that's how we're supposed to do it. I'm supposed to, like, not, like, you know, I don't have a stepdad, but I'm saying, like, not, like, you know, not, not, like, not in that dynamic. But I'm saying, like, oh, it's supposed to be, like, you know, very... I don't know, just fake. Like, I guess porn was fake, so. And I feel like, um, mainly, like, you know, the girl starts sucking the next dick. And then, after that, he sticks it in, and they fuck, and then that's it. Like, that's basically the braces of, the, of a lot of porn videos. So, I feel like that's kind of like, I I guess I, I interpreted, like, when I was growing up and I saw that. I was like, okay, so that's how sex goes. So you just suck the dick, he sticks it in. He don't ask any questions about, oh, are you comfortable? Do you are you wet? Are you do you? He just like it's just like a one and done type thing. He fucks, and that's kind of like it. And then the girl is like, you know, automatically supposed to enjoy that and whatever. So I feel like that's just that's like how um that that shaped my view on it. So yeah, definitely. Um, all right, next question: What are your opinions on how sex is represented in the media? I kind of answered that. Um, in my first, in the first question, but I think it's represented like not very like meaningful, like you said, not very sensual, very just like porn, basically like porn, um, very like, um, um, ass and titties and like, I don't know, like stripper, like the stripper club scene i guess that's what i think about like sex in the media um that's how i think it's represented like just um yeah like a girl is only mainly like seen for her body and stuff and then the guy throws money at the girl shaking ass and you know they fuck at the end i don't know some shit like i I feel like sex is just very hollywood porn um porn i just think of porn and trip clubs when i think of like how sex represented in the media especially because you know um in rap songs and stuff like i feel like it's perpetuated more um you know like a nigga be like what do niggas say in a rap song like, oh fuck three bitches last night uh and you know went to the studio in the morning type like it was just it's just like that's really random but like like that's like what i basically think of like in terms of like rap songs i feel like a lot of rap songs sort of like um they shape our view on how we should look at sex and how we should look at um especially you know amongst black people in the black community how we should look at sex and stuff so yeah i feel like that's how it's represented yeah what about you Uh, for me, it's just mainly, you know, like I said, I disagree with you on that end, cause as other women, you know that, you know, kind of take over some, 
men's like you know mindset for that like some people like i said in the media basis like they have like a lot of traumas too within their sexual encounters so that's why some people like whoever they follow or whoever they had these sexual endeavors with like that's why they become what they are like men or women so for the men you know i feel like we need to get it together in terms of you know, admiring a woman just, you know, more than her, her body, but her spiritual tapping and then vice versa for you too, for you women too. Like y'all need to step it up and tell y'all nigga or whoever y'all fucking like, nigga, eat this pussy. Like, you know, some niggas love that though. Like they may be scared to get, eat the pussy cause they might not be good at it, but have them niggas practice, you know what I'm saying? Or get you a pro, a pro in this motherfucker. You feel me? But you know, it's just, you know, you have to, you know, kind of be selfish in that matter of, you know, comforting yourself because in this media life, you don't know what's true and what's false. It's it's, it's always just neutral now because people are so good at lying through their own ways and waves and, you know, certain, you know, internet trolls and shit like that. So, yes, I agree with her on, you know, forever, probably since the days of time where, you know, our women, I'm mainly saying black women, you know, I'm not talking about the rest of these women, but, you know, um, black women are the most beautiful beings, so they always look at them cause as y'all being goddesses, but they look uh, in the media today, excuse me, like that y'all, you know, look like in the retrospective, you know, hoes or, you know, tricks, you know, bitches, whatever the people say in the social media world, and y'all more of, you know, queens. You know what I'm saying? And some girls get perceived as she could be a motherfucking doctor, lawyer, big boss woman, own her own business. And, you know, she just want to have her ass cheeks hanging out, you know, but they assume that she's not intelligent, not respected, you know, because of social media outlook or because she want to shake her ass for 15 seconds on TikTok. But she running a whole multi-million dollar corporation. So, you know, we have to get our maturity level up in terms of that and just understanding, like, you know, with the social media life, especially through sex, you know, on both ends. And I'm just basically ma- maintaining our black community. And for my thing, like I said, um, to be, you know, aware that, you know, we have to know how to stimulate each other through not this fake world called social media, but just in our enclosed doors life on that. So I would say that. Yeah, I agree. Um, to kind of like piggyback, I think like BBLs and stuff like that. Like, I feel like just to like, I don't know. Like, I feel like when you scroll through social media, a lot of fem- like a lot of like Instagram models or whatever, they have the same face, the same body, the same type of like you know body structure, and I feel like that's kind of what's perpetuated in the media. Like a lot of girls. Um, growing up, like, a lot of, like, young girls are looking at that, like, okay, dang, my body isn't like that, so maybe I should get a BBL so my body feels like that, and it's, like, basically a lot of, like, cookie-cutter, um, like, bodies on Instagram, and I feel like that influences sex because, um, people think that that's how a woman should be, that's how a woman should arrive in the bedroom, and if she doesn't, isn't arriving like that, well, then she's, like, less than or whatever, so... Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think, like, BBLs and, like, the whole Instagram model body type thing definitely influences sex and how it's represented in the media. So, yeah, 
Okay, moving on to sexuality. Uh, first question with that is, why is exploring sexuality more taboo amongst men than women? Like why? Like why? Like a guy kissing a guy is like ill, but a girl kissing a girl is like ooh yeah. What's oh yeah? Bring that here. You know what I mean? Like why is that? Hey man, all my feathers up there. You know that's in the closet. I don't know. You know in terms of y'all aspect of that, but I just feel like back to the first couple questions is like social media. Because I feel like everybody that kind of, like, is her passing after the, like, before the 2000s come, they still have that old-ass, you know, old people mentality. Because today it's a free world, you know, the LGBTQ community. Um, People are standing up, and I'm tired of, you know, especially young kids that actually like, you know, dudes and dudes and girls that actually like girls and girls not to, you know, hang themselves and put themselves in a... You know, in such a, um, what do you call it, a, a box. You know, just you have to love yourself and be freeing yourself to understand that. But what she's saying by, you know, being taboo with the men, it's because I think it's not, like, if it's not too attractive men, like, it's not going to, you know, I guess, you know, get the publicity, publicity as you women because y'all, you know, y'all sex sales through you guys has been like that forever. And I feel like with certain men, like, that time hasn't come yet. Like, it, it could be a lot of male models and shit, but let's, let's don't, don't get it twisted. Like, that's why it's still these runways for women, you know. And picking back off what she was saying, like, why women want to get big-ass booties. Like, you know, love your booty. Love your natural booty. Because most of the time, you know, little booties have the wettest coochies, you know what I'm saying? And even big booties be having the tightest coochies. So it's like... You know, niggas just gonna have to figure out how to how they appreciate you and admire you. You don't have to do the extras. You know, y'all can grow it and get y'all squats in and shit. You know, just a side note that. But to come back to this, for men who like men, it's like nigga, you know, be confident. You know, tell your parents, I don't give a fuck how you feel about you know me. This is me. Like, you know, within yourself is just the way the world perceives it because they see niggas you know because we be shit farting and shit nigga dirty dicks whatever you know how y'all as women get mad at y'all nigga like dirty dick nigga stinky dick nigga whatever it is but when it turns when it turns to the man like i hate how they perceive the word you know the word gay in terms of that like you know it's just a man loving another man and like i said i don't like i'm neutral to this topic because like I said, I know I have a lot of people that I've known that's like that, even though I'm heterosexual. Like, I love women, you know, to the day I die, die in the pussy. My last stroke, I want to be in the pussy. So that's just me. But when it comes to this, like, I feel like for men, they make it so, like, as she says, you know, ill because it's just you don't see how, the, like, the beauty of two men, like, two women look because women are elegant they're more gentle like you see two big ass ox cock strong motherfuckers like lions you know going at it they like oh no like you know some people get a little aroused by it but 
you know, in this today's age, I don't, you know, like I said, I still feel like that corner hasn't turned, you know, there's some people secretly watching it, but it's mainly probably a girl just watching one nigga rub his dick, you know, putting some lotion on his dick or some oil, baby oil, not two niggas, you know, dick rubbing and shit like that, so... I just feel like it's two different perspectives than two girls scissoring because it's beautiful. They seeing the ass, the coochie, the titties, like I said, the lips. The, and like I said, y'all know how to sell it. Y'all know how to fake it even more than a man because, you know, there's not a lot of good male actors out here that actually, you know, do scenes like that. You know, even with shows, you know, people have their opinions on social media and shit, you know, and niggas sometimes be mainly in the closet, and that's real. Like, and all you niggas that's in the closet, nigga, come out. Don't be scared of that shit. Just a side note that, like, nigga, it's fucking 2022, nigga. About to be 2023. Nigga, next time it's gonna, nigga, it's gonna be niggas on social media shaking their ass, you know, trying to outdo women in this motherfucker. And already still trying to do it right now. So just, like I said, be, be within you, love you. And like I said, I feel like with men, it's just not as beautiful as women, in my opinion, from, you know, the social media eye. Because it's not like, yeah, they like, you know, they worried, they probably worry so much about other things than, you know, seeing two women because, you know, y'all could come out the shower, y'all could, you know, come out, you know, the elegance, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got the elegance with men, it could be some, you know, some rough ass shit. Like, it's like, oh, this nigga nails ain't done, or nigga toes is ashy, or some shit, you know, but with women, y'all could play it off even having an ashy ass. It's still like, damn, they still look good, though, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a different perspective through that lens. I think you, yeah, I think you brought up a good point, like, how you said sex uh, sells through women. I feel like that's, like, that kind of answers this question in terms of why it's more taboo amongst men, because, yeah, I feel like sex sells more, like, because, like, not to, you know, not to, like, put down men, but, like, we kind of, like, if it wasn't for ass and titties, like, you know what I mean, like, dick is cool but like if it wasn't for like women and like just like the female body and like that like how beautiful the female body is and how like that showcased in like you know rap songs and you know with ass and titties or whatever if it wasn't for us then sex wouldn't be like we wouldn't like it would just be like kind of like you know a business exchange it would just be like mainly just for kids I feel like you know what I mean it wouldn't be like for pleasure um more so so, um, yeah, I feel like, um, yeah, like, you brought up a good point. Sex sells through women, and, um, yeah, I think because of because sex sells more through women, when you look at it from the man's, like, size, like, like, you know, it's, I don't know, like, some, like, like, I remember, now, I don't know if this is still, like, people still think, think like this now, but I remember growing up, like, um, when we would talk about sex and stuff, like, in middle school, high school, like, we would be like, dick is, like, dick is cool, but dick is ugly. <laughs> like, we would be like, uh, like, a nigga's dick is ugly, I guess, quote-unquote, uglier compared to, like, a female's, like, like, a, like a naked man's body is, quote-unquote, more ugly compared to a naked female's body, you know what I mean? Like, a naked female's body is just, like, more sexy, I guess, like, it's just more centered around sex. And I feel like women, we have more sexual, like, um, finesse or power with that. Like, because we, because, like, we, we're the person that, we the we're the, we're the part, we're the side that carries the ass and titties. 
So we're looked at as more like, you know, we're lust after more than just like, oh, I'm going to get like going like like versus the men's side, like a like a like dick basically. So I feel like um, two men together is looked at like you said, like kind of like a little more rough. And I think it also has to do with like masculinity um, and how like you know like a lot of um a lot of just like like a lot of also like this has to do with religion too like just homosexuality in general is looked down upon men men and men men together with men or men or women together with women like you know sexuality like homosexuality just looked down upon so and i feel like with that being with that in terms of like masculinity i feel like men are supposed to be more like tough they're supposed to be more like Oh, I don't fuck with that shit, bro. Like, nah, like, you know, I'm I'm strictly dickly type stuff. But when but if a if a woman says like, Oh, um, yeah, I kinda dibble and dabble or whatever, it's looked at it's like, okay, like, okay, that's what you do, like that's you know, it's looked at more sexy or like um versus like I guess versus like a um like like men looking look look yeah, it's just looked at more sexy versus men. So um, I feel like with femininity, like femininity is more like masculinity is more like rough and tough and like I have to be a certain type of way versus femininity is more like soft and caring and stuff like that. So like being like two feminine pe- people being together, like two soft, caring people is looked as more sexy than two rough, you know, people, you know what I mean? If that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's why sexuality is more taboo amongst men. Um, then woman. Um, next question is, how comfortable are you with your sexuality and why? Um, I'm very comfortable, like I said. Since I was born, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's, you know, it's just a confident booster, you know, just knowing how good you look, how good you feel like i hate people that feel like they need to worry about like just a body shape like you know be free within yourself for me it's beautiful you know what i'm saying like i was i was gonna tell y'all something you know random like as a kid i always was worried about my nipples i was probably like the only part of my sexual part of my body that i was worried about but like everybody always say you like your nipples is normal but for me I always like this shit's so pointy like a woman's you know what i'm saying but now like after a while, like, that's the only thing I just didn't have confidence in, pretty much, within my sexual, like, body type of thing. But when I'm, like I say, you have to always just feel sexy everywhere, you know what I'm saying, from your face to your toes, like, just being confident. Like, I love, like I said, women as, you know, you know, like, people say, quote-unquote, thick or, you know, whatever, you you know, you know, like our generation say BBWs, whatever, but you know, I love when y'all showing the ass crack and the ass cheeks, you know what I'm saying? You gotta just be confident in yourself and skinny girls, you know, that's you know, worried about trying to get thick, like just love what you, what you are and who you are, like you know, don't worry about the outside world because it's so corrupt people don't, like, to be real this world is just set up as a fantasy. Like, no matter where you live, it's not just California. It's not just Atlanta. It's not just motherfucking, fucking, uh, let's say Vegas or fucking, you know, other big, what's other big, Texas, you know, just different spots. You know, it's everywhere. Like, everybody feels like they got to sell, sell a dream, sell a fantasy. Everything is 
so fake and phony sometimes like and that's why you need to stick to some of the real ones you have in your life you know that give you that confidence but you got to have that in yourself especially you know when it comes to this question that you know she asked me because it's like you know how are you going to be when you meet that person that's actually your you know like people will say they zing or they or they true to or they true divine or they true like you know they true person you know you know and you know they true spiritual alignment you know what i'm saying so you have to be ready for that you need to like already prepare for yourself for that early and what like what people say in that aspect is you know just don't be a afraid you know with being naked like you know some you know it's it's cool to have sex in the dark but you got to be confident to have sex in the light too like when you know broad daylight don't be ashamed of whatever you have whatever scars on your body whatever you know birthmark whatever it is you feel me you know bone structures you feel me it don't matter uh just how you how you made is you know beautiful you know i'm saying all colors all shapes all sizes you feel me so just for me, like for me, it's just always been, it's always been there. It's just, like I said, the most random part is my nipples. Plus, cause like, I don't like motherfuckers touching my, my nipples per se. Cause it's just like, no sir. But you know, for me, it's just, you know, it took me a long time to get to this point. So I was like, now I'm just like, yeah, nigga, nipples is going to be hard or not. You feel me? So <laughs> now it's just, you know, cause it, Everybody know for me, I love talking about the pussy, all about the pussy, nigga, right hand of God to it. But it's just, you know, it's the definition. It's the true testament of knowing yourself because a lot of things you have trauma and disconnect with. But sex, I feel like everybody can have that in common, but you have to know how to stimulate yourself and to teach that within your partner. But knowing that you have to be confident first as y'all, you know, having that intercourse or having that you know, a little make-out session or head session, whatever freaky-diggy shit you like to get into, tie each other up, spank each other, put, you know, Captain Crunch All right, all right. Save the details, <laughs> nigga. All right. But, yeah, for me, I'm confident with a capital D because I got this big D's I eat. All right, next. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. How comfortable are you with your sexuality and why? Um, <laughs> me, personally, I'm just starting to get comfortable with my sexuality. Um, I think I've always... So, I'm bi. Um, she, you know, to, <laughs> he's clapping right now. But um, to every all, any friends and family who are watching this, anybody, any strangers who's listening, listen, right, listening... Any strangers who listening to this, um, y'all don't care. Like, okay, you cool. That's news. But to my friends and family, this is news. I'm bi. Um, hi. <laughs> I'm a part of the LGBTQARSTUV. Why? No, I'm playing. But I'm a part of that community. Um, so yeah, I feel like I've always um, my actual, actually my very first um few sexual encounters were with um girls growing up in like elementary. Shit, fucking, we. Let's not even go back that far. But look, yeah. So my first few sexual encounters were actually were with women. So, um, how I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm just starting to get comfortable with like my sexuality and saying that I'm bi and like announcing that to the world and like you know whatever. 
Um, so yeah, that's how comfortable I am. I guess I would say that I'm like, I'm, I don't know, like I'm just getting into my comfortability with that. Um, why are you comfortable with, I get, why are you, why, I guess the second part is why, um, I, I, well, why am I just not getting comfortable? I guess I would say because, um, like, it's just like looked down upon, especially within my family. I feel like my family, like if my family was cool with it, I probably would have came out a long time ago, but, uh, you know, my family's not, I come, my family, I come from a Christian household, Christian, um, you know, homosexuality in Christianity is not welcomed at all. So I feel like I never really felt safe enough to express my sexuality or even talked about um, that shit with my family or anything like that. And then I feel like that kind of trickled down into my friends because I felt that like I basically kind of like I I created friends or I I um, got the friends that I have now based off of the the assumption that I was straight. I think or like the yeah like the assumption that I was straight or that I that I would only. I was strictly dickly, so I feel like I just never felt comfortable to really be like, actually, I kind of like the pussy too. <laughs> like, I never really felt comfortable um, enough to, like, say that. So, yeah, I just, like, I feel like I'm just um, now starting to get, um, you know, more comfortable with that. Did I just erase the question? Hold on. Uh, I don't think, Okay. Wait, I think I just erased the question. I'm like trying to, okay, there you go. So yeah, that's that question. All right, next question. Um, is someone's sexuality something we should start putting in our bios or made clear before you approach someone? So basically, like, should I say like, should I not, I guess, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think you should put it in your bio, but I guess I was saying like, should you clearly say like, oh, I'm, uh, like even like I guess not just like obviously I feel like with dating I feel like yeah you should be like yeah I'm bi or like you know the person who you're dating you should tell them your sexuality listening <laughs> I don't know if you, never mind y'all didn't probably didn't hear that anyway uh, but yeah the person the person who not not just the person who you're dating I feel like the people who you're dating yeah you should tell them your sexuality because they should know um, you know how you like who you really who you be fucking with like you know in the bedroom I feel like they should know that but I guess like just like to people in general like should you should we start talking like oh yeah by the way I'm high I'm like a part like making that a part of like your age your favorite color like that type of sequence like oh hi my name's Destiny I'm 22 my favorite color is blue and I'm bi like should we start like incorporating that making that more clear to other people when you approach it or no uh, I'm gonna just go because I'm I'm just like I'm talking I'm I'm already talking so I'm gonna just ask the question. Um, if someone should we start basically? Um, I don't know. I think it depends on the situation. I don't. I feel like like I said, the person who you're dating, the per- person who you're like in a relationship with, yeah, you should tell them your sexuality. But in terms of like um, putting it in bios, making it like that clear, making it that like known to people, like oh, this is like you know who I, this is, like, my sexuality, um, I don't know about that, I think I made up this question with, I, with the idea that, like, um, I think about the trans community, and I think about, like, trans people, like, should you say that, oh, I'm trans, straight out, 
to people. And I feel like a lot of people would appreciate, like, yeah, I was born a woman or I was born a man. Like, like you know, like stating that out right um, before you, you know, get into it, like, you know, sexually with them. Um, in terms of, like, like friendship-wise... Um, I don't, I guess, because, like, you could kind of, you could kind of, like, tell people if, if people are really gonna fuck with you or not, based off of that, like, I'm not trans, but I'm saying, like, if I, if, not, not, I don't, I don't want to be trans, but I'm saying, like, if I was, I'm, I was born a woman, if, and let's say I'm trans, right, I'm a man, like, in terms of, like, my friends and stuff, like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I should tell them that, yeah, I was born a woman, because, like then because then you like you know what if my what if the people who you just met who we want to be who you want to be your friends they're homophobic or they're transphobic or whatever and you don't tell them that and then you know they end up like you know you, you may think you may not think it's a big deal especially you know nowadays you could you cannot tell like they be doing that shit well like them fucking surgeries and shit anyway but yeah um so i feel like I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess, I think, like I said, definitely tell your the people who you're who you fuck in bed with, the people who you're dating, the people who you're like in a a, a sexual relationship with, but platonic relationships. I don't know if you should tell people like, like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm bi. I think that you know, I feel like that could, like, not. I guess not initially. Like, yeah, that could eventually come up in a conversation later when you guys talk about, for example, sex, sex and sexuality relationships. But I don't know if y'all should say it, like, right then and there. What are your thoughts? Um, for me, I feel like with the bio, I feel like you know it's a it's a hard it's a hard thing to say because. You know, some people are so like still uncomfortable being comfortable putting that. So I would say that you should, in terms of like if you get to the the nitty gritty, which is sex. But if you know it's somebody you just kicking it with, then I feel like you should let them know in your own time because you never know if this motherfucker will last before y'all get to the sexual endeavor. So I feel like if it's somewhere it comes to sex, you have to tell somebody because. They have to be aware of, you know, certain bodies you're dealing with, certain certain partners. But if it's just y'all just being friends and shit, yes, that's cool. But there's a certain time where you can tell them. I feel like that's not a big deal. But in terms of the sexual endeavors, yes, because that can traumatize your partner or anything else. And, you know, no, and, you know, they should be, you know, not judgmental, but they should be aware because some people, you know, like she was saying, I understand are against, you know, certain, you know, ways of how people go about their, you know, life and how they do it. But everybody's, you know, human, let's be real. So, you know, people change their identities every day. Motherfuckers have different first and last names. Like, they, some people don't even have their own real names anymore. Like, fuck just even bringing back the slavery times. Like, people changing their shit now because... They might not like their parents or might not like their fucking name that they got at birth. So it's like when it comes to just the whole identity, it's a whole different ball game. So just understand that everybody listening. And I feel like when it comes to, you know, your bio, just be very brief. But if you know it's someone that you really care 
care about and want to have sex with, let them know because yes, it's a make or break situation, but at least you told them and that's their choice to go about it the way the fuck they want to go about it. And that's between y'all or between, you know, whatever, you know, that, um, that encounters. And if you already free with yourself, then good, because that means that you're confident and you ain't worried about shit if you putting that in a bio. Like, it's appreciated for everyone that's, you know, noticing it. Either people gonna swipe right or swipe left or, you know, DM or not DM. So I don't have social media, like, at all. So I don't really know that, you know, the wish you ands and buts about shit, but you have to just be, have the person be aware, especially if y'all getting down to the nitty gritty because that's when shit get crazy. Let's just say that. So, yeah. Mm. Agreed. Alrighty. Um, on to relationships. This is the questions regarding relationships. Um, how has your previous relationships shaped this one slash going forward? on purpose because I was scared to jump the next step. I never trusted women like that because I'm so used to having women in my life trying to control my life, meaning try to be my mother in aspect and just being, you know, someone that's just, you know, equally understanding me. So I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, so I'm going to just leave it like that. But <laughs> in terms of um, just some of my relationships... I was already coming in traumatized, you know, from my own family perspectives of how a woman acts and I wasn't used to the comfort and the change of that. So I feel like coming into a relationship I'm in right now, I had a lot of ups and downs for those reasons because of that, you know, because of not understanding, like, you know, um, just having the freedom to just keep my shit precise and not having to explain every fucking you know, detail of what I'm doing, like, just strictly, like, I'm doing this and that, cool, like, you know, not used to being, you know, used to that, and, you know, not feeling interrogated or, you know, shit like that, so the people in my previous, they were just fucking, you know, amazing people, you know, that just didn't understand why I just walked out, it was like, nigga got a home run, but he just, you know, dipped out the dough, you feel me, so... You know, and there was never nothing big, ever too crazy, no fucking, you know, crazy shit that people do. It was like, it was literally like blessings and stuff like that, but it helped shape me over time because like, it showed me like people that actually want to like last with you though, they actually want to go through the trenches with you. They want to make the next step for you. So in terms of their help, they showed me how to, you know, be loved and appreciated you know, and trying to help, you know, appreciate this um, partnership of, you know, staying in it, trying to figure out ways to maintain, you know, because it's no perfect relationship, no perfect whatever, you know what I mean? So I just feel like those are the main details for me. Um, and like I said, I was the biggest elephant in the room, just not, you know, given the opportunities that I'm given in this relationship now, which is like, you know, staying in it and actually, you know, securing everything, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I feel you. Um, I so to answer this question, how has my how has any previous relationships have shaped this one? Um, I talked about um the relationship where I was in an abusive relationship. I talked about this on this podcast, but um, I think that was the only. Yeah, I think the, uh, anything else was like situationships. I don't think I've ever really been in that relationship. Like that was yeah, that was the only um, relationships that I've been in before this one. Um, so I feel like that one obviously shaped me. Um, it 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 actually it made me better. Um, in terms of like, grown like I thought I had self love. Um, you know, going into that relationship, but I learned that I didn't during and after that relationship. So um, I feel like it shaped me in this one, like moving forward, because it was like, I really have to like love myself and not um, let anybody treat me like that again in order for me to, you know, like moving forward, like in this relationship. So yeah, um, being in that, like such a toxic relationship like that, um, it definitely, it just, it like it made me like nigga I'm not I'm I don't ever want to do that again basically I don't ever want to go through that again so I feel like it shaped um this one because it was like I'm definitely gonna I'm I'm definitely more vigilant of you know the red flags now in terms of like narcissism and stuff like that um my I was in a relationship with someone who was a narcissist so and you know y'all could look the definition of y'all could look up the definition of narcissism and like that whole thing but yeah um narciss narcissists are just yeah and they and narcissists attract people like me who are very like who basically narcissists attract people who they could run over like who are very like you know sweet and kind and like and caring and stuff like that so it it, it kind of like opened my eyes in terms of like who I am as a person who I am in a relationship um and how like I guess how much I was how much I was willing to just like literally put my all my my whole needs like every all like mentally physically spiritually emotionally like my all of my needs aside just for this one person like and I was like no nah, I'm not gonna ever do that again so yeah um I think that uh, is how that shaped that relationship and how has how I think that relationship is how it shaped this one and just like really buckling down on self-love and like um self-appreciation and just like yeah I'm just never gonna let somebody treat me like that again like that's that was just toxicity at its finest and I'm just not gonna do that again so yeah alrighty kind of going off of you know what I just said with toxicity the next question is, how do you feel about the trend of toxicity in relationships um, regarding today? I feel like, kind of give like, like some context to that. I feel like nowadays, toxicity is like, it's not looked at, like, it's advertised now. Like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a toxic-ass motherfucker. Like, oh, you toxic too? Okay, let's be toxic together. Like, I feel like that's like a trend. Like, it's becoming, quote-unquote, cute or cool to be toxic in a relationship so what do you what are your thoughts on that how do you feel about that trend of like toxicity being cool um i'm not like i said cool at all because that's just you just asking for you know a grave to be buried at a mortuary so that's what it, it comes down to um and then people 
thinking that it's okay is not because um even before that you have to look at how um certain people's lifestyles are too so don't get it twisted it's okay for a hood person and a square person to be together but you have to understand how that 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 dynamic works and some people have a different environment so answering this question you have to like ask yourself do you want to put yourself through that because I hate how people think they can change somebody that's already like going down a dark path like you know they need self care help for themselves so for me I do not condone it it's very sad because that's how you hear about certain people that end up getting hurt is through their partnership of somebody wanting to be the biggest baddest motherfucker over the the most smallest situation or the biggest so it's like you know I don't condone it at all and you know having certain people in my family that's been through that um, with niggas still to this day that I want to basically whoop their ass on you know is is just you know uncalled for so let's just say that from my case Mm, yeah I think like I think hurt people hurt people and I feel like a lot of niggas a lot of females a lot of um, people have just been hurt and I feel like the talk the trend of being toxic is just a really a thing of like I've been hurt I know you've been hurt I don't I guess like I'm, I'm choosing to be toxic because I don't want to change I don't like I don't want to um, you know, I may have, I may have, someone may have hurt me, but that don't mean I have to hurt other people. So I feel like, like you have to make a conscious choice to do that. Like a conscious choice to be like, yeah, I may have been, you know, my past, my, uh, my track record may have, may look dirty, may look, um, toxic, you know, in the past, but like to, to choose to stay comfortable in that and be like, okay, yeah, that's just who I am. That's just how I'm going to be. I'm going to be a toxic motherfucker. Okay, who I'm going to look for somebody else who's toxic like me so we can just be toxic together. I feel like that trend is just like we got to do some healing. Like you can't just go around like it's, it's, it's very clear that you've been hurt. Like let's just go ahead and heal that so that way you don't bring that. You don't, you know, attract. You don't be, be a toxic person for yourself and you don't attract toxicity, you know. Um, so yeah, I feel like that trend is just, it's not cute. Like, it's just not, it's, it's just, it's, it's a, it's, I feel like it's a, a thing of just being comfortable and not really changing, you know, the things that has happened to you or the things that, you know, you've, you've done to other people maybe. Um, and just like be like, oh, well, that's just who I am. I'm just toxic. Fuck it. Whoever want to be toxic with me, let's just be toxic together. And I feel like that's just not, like, that's that whole trend of being toxic and making that like oh a new thing in like you know relationships now it's just not it um and i feel like toxic is like when that word came out and became popular i was like it's just i don't know it just it really describes just the state of like relationships now in terms of like how we view relationships like the definition of toxicity and like being toxic is like dangerous something that's harmful to you you know what I mean so for you to say like oh yeah I'm toxic I'm dangerous I'm just I'm harmful like why would you like why would you make that a trend why why is that 
Why did that become a trend? Why did that become cool to say like, oh yeah, I'm harmful. I'm looking for somebody else who's harmful. I'm looking, I'm, I'm dangerous. I'm looking for somebody else who's dangerous. Like that's not, I feel like that's just like not cool. Yeah. So it's a lot of bullshit with this generation and, you know, relationships and sex and stuff, but we going, we, we, we getting it together. We trying, I, I hope shit, but yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's kind of my take on that. Um, and then the last question is, how has the societal norm of relationships changed since our grandparents? Go ahead. Uh, let's say for one, niggas want to have open relationships in their marriage. Never heard of no crazy shit like that. I feel like, not to take you, I feel like that's kind of like. That that was a thing back then, but we didn't. Now we we just starting to like be open about that and start talking about like okay, yeah, I'm open marriage type shit. But mm-hmm. go ahead. I was trying to finish y'all, but this nigga like to cut me off mm-hmm. in regular circumstances. Anywho, <laughs> as my boy Franklin say for my wife and kids, you Anywho. know, shout out to Franklin. <laughs> I don't know your real name, Nick, but anyways. Um, I'm not. I wanted to finish this part because this nigga cut me off. But nigga, I, go ahead. I'm not judging. You know, people that do that. I just wanted to finish and say, like, I wish y'all would be upfront with your partner because that changed just their confidence and y'all and y'all needs of you know what they need as their partners and relationships. Because yes, a lot of people that's together is usually like rich and the rich or poor and the poor. But it's like you have to understand like our grandparents they they paid away and yes you may not want to have love like that because some people like the aggressors you know some you know back in the day some people are gentle some people grandparents is hard you know what i'm saying don't give a fuck no filter so it's just whatever perspective you want to give yourself a path because you know the the generation for us now is like you know we 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 like to make our own choices and i'm proud of the step up but it's it's okay to still put old school ways and it's okay to still open the door for you know your person no matter what sexuality you are um for it um it's okay to discuss your feelings it's okay to not be a wall you know and hide you know what i'm saying so i feel like our grandparents are so good at maybe they did hide like i said i don't know how your, any of you guys grandparents are but if they lived the way the old times were saying songs and you know basically talk on the phone all night you know those old school ways or you know bring flowers or you know just different things you know you know just just appreciate their person so for me i just know i feel like now I hope the old school feel comes back but to me I feel like you know it's going down a dark road and I feel like a lot of people you know that's listening now for whoever's listening that's young right now to to seek that mindset to you know that platform to make sure that you try to you know give that same credit to whatever you learn from your grandparents of the good, not the negative, not the toxic, not or whatever you saw behind closed doors because kids could see shit. Like sometimes grandparents don't know that kids are listening or they can hear or they can even see with their two eyes. So I feel like just take the good out of that 
and try to, you know, navigate it into your life now to just, you know, reconcile your relationships and know that, you know, wanting to last for 30, 40 years is okay. But it's like, don't put somebody in a predicament of marriage, you know, and then, you know, just walk out after y'all, you know, get y'all papers or, you know, or even be in a 10 year relationship, but wasting all them 10 years on that person knowing that you wasn't going to marry them or, you know, whatever it is. Just understand that and understand that it's okay to have old school ways even in a moment, but to always be honest with yourself and the person that you with because that's what your grandparents would do. Like they made their mistakes within their relationship, but I know. Um, yeah, guys. So I don't know if that, uh, if that, if y'all got the last part of what I was saying with the last question, um, because the audio cut off because it's over sixty minutes now, but um. Yeah, basically, I was just saying, like, to, like it really depends on your grandparents. Um, it really depends on, like, you know, the type of, like, what you were, the type of relationships you were um, introduced to or, like, what you saw growing up. And I feel like a lot of the toxicity, a lot, like, you know, the societal norm nowadays is, like, I feel like toxicity and just, like, just, like, it's just not, like, what's talked about in the 90s R&B, like, 90s R&B love songs type shit. So, yeah, um, I feel like, and I was just saying, like, you know, a lot of the time we could have learned that very, we could have very much learned that toxicity from our grandparents, you know. Um, grandma could have been cheating on grandpa. Grandpa could have been cheating on grandma. And we could have, you know, but they stayed together for 35 years. So we think that, you know, okay, that's what we should be doing. You know what I mean? It's okay to cheat, basically. That's kind of like what the lesson of that is. Um, but, yeah. Um But yeah, so that's just kind of like what I think, what, what my thoughts are on that. Um, and yeah, I was just, I don't know if, if y'all caught that last part too. Bye-bye, relax. See, my, my dog is barking right now. But um, yeah, I think too, um, I was saying like, you know, in this, during like in the 60s, especially with black people, like, you know, I feel like our common enemy was white people, you know? So, we, so black love was a little bit more authentic back then, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like it was just more real, I guess. Um, and, like, you know, just, like, yeah, that whole thing. But then again, like I said, it could have been definitely toxic. I know I know for sure it was definitely toxicity in that era as well. But, um, but yeah, so it just depends on, you know, what what was your representation. That's what, my, that's what I was trying to look for, the representation. What was, how, was, what was, how was sex and relationships and all that stuff represented um, to you growing up? So yeah. All right, y'all. That's about it um, for this episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, thank you. Shout out to my special guests for joining. I really appreciate it. And yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you want to say anything? No, I just appreciate my baby. Thank you for listening. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that about wraps it up, y'all. So, I'll catch you on the next podcast. Um, I guess my quote for the end of this podcast would be, um, not really a quote, but more like a statement. Uh, Toxicity isn't cute. Cut that shit out. (laughs) Let's do better. Let's heal toxicity. And let's get back to the shit that, you know, that in R&B 90 songs. You know what I mean? That real love 
Um, real love. Dun, 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 dun. That shit that Mary Byers talking about. You know what I'm saying? That real love. Yeah, let's get back to that. All right. Have a great rest of your day, evening, night, whenever you're listening to this. Ciao.